Yummy. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thank you for joining us for our second hour of the Weekly Dish. We are here to talk about all the fun food things and Halloween treats for this weekend and beyond. And just treats in general. That's right. Guess treats, what time it treats. is? It's time for top two in hour two. It is. Presents top two, top two. The top two. Pick your best two. In our two. All right, give me two, winning, winning, All right, this is the time of the show, you guys, when we talk about two things that we are loving or randomly obsessed with this week. And I might have three. <laughs> oh, you have three today. Go I know. Ahead. Well, and I'm just going to start because one of them is actually short. One is actually the fact of, and you're going to agree with me, it's candy corn. Candy corn yes. is my favorite. I like candy corn. And I'm just going to tell you that I'm going to put up an, uh, an, uh, a uh, link to this article that says, actually, candy corn is great. Like for the it fact that people hate that. And I know that there's people who have written articles about how, you know, how it's waxy, or they call it, uh, what is it? Someone described the takeout, also driven to invoke the devil, described the candy uh, as Satan's earwax. And, uh, <laughs> oh, that's uncalled for. I know. And to say that nobody likes candy corn other than hobos, serial murderers, and Satan. Uh, but this is the thing. I think they're wrong. This writer thinks they're wrong. You think they're wrong. And basically, it's one of America's oldest candies, you guys. It came around about 100 years ago. Um, and it was, uh, it's just, it's kind of one of those things that has not only a nostalgia for a lot of people, but it's very simple and it's very just kind of, it harkens back and it seems much more wholesome than a lot of the other stuff. Yes. So there it is. So I'm going to definitely give you guys this article cause it's a really fun read. I won't read it all, but it's basically, um, it's, uh, it's just a little interesting di- deep dive into candy corn. I like it. Okay. Um, okay, so one of my top two led me to a little bit of news for you. Okay. Okay, so first of all, T-Rex Cookies, which is on University Avenue, yep, is closing oh. December 31st of this year. I did not know that. Their building is being redeveloped into swanky apartments. <sighs> more apartments, because we need more apartments. Well, we, we need more density. That's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to go into a housing crisis that we'll talk about later. Okay. Uh, the the news here, though, is that they are closing. They are going to come back into the redeveloped space in late 2020. Yep. And in the meantime, they're going to be having pop-ups and um, special events. And so you'll have to subscribe to their Facebook page so that you can keep up with T-Rex cookies. But my top two in hour two is pumpkin cream cheese cookies. Oh, from them? Yes, and also a piece of cake in St. Paul. Okay. I love pumpkin cream cheese cookies. Those big, puffy ones that they're not really like a cookie. They're almost more like a cake, and they have just that whip of mound of cream cheese frosting on there. I'm with you. Tamiko used to do those. They like did. Tamiko and Sons. I yeah. don't know if they still do. I think they probably do. I think they probably do. I don't know why they'd stop. I think they were amazing. Uh, that I have is my top two an hour too. Pumpkin flavored things yet this year. I have made well. I made a pumpkin panna cotta that yeah, was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I made banana bread. I but was going to make pumpkin bread. But did you get? Have you gotten any? Like you don't get pumpkin spice lattes. I usually just get one. You know, Stephanie, during the season. I have not yet, okay. but I know I need to. Yeah, but well, I've it's been over trying as to of be Wednesday. good. Shut up! Really? Yeah, they ended as October. They're going to start the gingerbread latte now. 
Oh, yeah, you have to so do it now. I have to do it today. You pretty much have to do Maybe it Maybe I'll do it on my way to the cookbook swap. There you go. Okay. All right. So my second one today, you guys, actually, I'm going to give you this one is, uh, I don't know if you've heard about this. Have you heard about the fridge detective? Uh, no. Okay. So <laughs> is I, I she know. at my house? Cause no. I really hope not. No. Okay. The fridge detective is a community. It's a subreddit. I don't okay. know if you guys are into the world of Reddit, but I've become quite familiar with the world of Reddit because of the teenagers that I live with. Yeah, I was more into Reddit when my daughter lived at home right. and made I mean, me look at things. I just hear things and everything else. But this is a really interesting subreddit, and I'm going to put a link up to it, you guys. This is what happens. They post, people post pictures of the inside of your fridge and then of the fridge, and then the fridge detectives try to figure out who it is, like by what they're eating. Huh. Yeah. It's kind of I interesting. Like and they're like, you know, so basically you go through and it says, uh, so like the person posts their fridge and then they go, they say, okay, what are your thoughts? Who is this? And they go, you're maybe a scientist, you know, or maybe you've got, you know, three kids and you're like a stay at home mom or the, it's really interesting. And it's like, people are completely obsessed with this thing. Okay. That is, hysterical. this is a deep dive. <laughs> like this is a thing that you could do and then say, like, so there's a picture of a fridge and it says, and I'll just tell you that there's like, this one has like eggs, a couple things of eggs, you know, there's a sport drink and some hot sauces. Single and guy. And then, right. Single and workout so, guy. And yeah, there's like a one tub of lettuce in like the green drawer and a jar of what looks like pickles. And it says you have, you have the intent to be healthy, but suck at it. <laughs> and they're like, they're saying, so single gender uncertain, but I lean towards female, somewhat health conscious, short on time, given the pre-cut veggies, but don't really cook much. Probably eat out often, making a quick egg in the morning, packing a lunch and happy hours leading to dinners with friends and colleagues. And, the, and then the person responded very off. Like completely, this is so interesting. It's reading the fridge and then reading, trying to guess who that person is. Okay, I'm going to have to start getting into this. And what I love, yeah, I feel like I'm a voyeur looking in these people's fridges and that's fun for me. That's what you love, I know. Refrigerator, like I I need to design a refrigerator because I hate how they design refrigerators. They're terrible. I know, I don't like them either. They're so deep and you can't see the food. Like why can't we have a better refrigerator experience? Right. I've been going on and on about my, I've bought three refrigerators in the last two years and I don't like any of them. Oh. So that's my personal problem. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like this. The fridge detective. This Stephanie, is thank really, you for bringing that to my attention. I know this is going to be one of this those things. This could be better than Instagram. This is actually going to put you guys into a spin. I mean, I think for those of us who are totally, oh my God, look at this one. I mean, that's the thing is like, I just, there's like a gorgeously packed fridge and I just think. Could is, you, this is radio. And there's one where there is only like seven <laughs> bottles of water and a couple bags of bread. Like that is crazy. That's a dude. Oh. That's a dude who just is going to quickly make peanut student? butter sandwiches yeah. and water. Your fridge accommodates large onions well. This is amazing. <laughs> anyway, so that's that. So I'm going to put a link up to that too. Okay. And then do you have one more? Yeah. I do. I do. And this isn't really, it's in the spirit of Halloween that I share this with you, but it's for a candy cane candy okay. that you need to be thinking in advance no, because I don't they sell talk out. About Christmas. All right, and I know you don't want to talk about Christmas until gonna, the high I'm holidays over. I'm going to turn my mic off and like walk away while you guys talk about this. <laughs> well, and I need to order these. That's why I had to talk about it because these are the Archie McPhee M C P H E E candy canes, okay? Mm-hmm. And they come in packages of six. And here's the flavors: <laughs> Clamdy canes that taste like clams, <sighs> mac and cheese candy canes. Yes. Bacon candy canes, pickle candy canes, 
rotisserie chicken candy canes. Oh my god. <laughs> Krampus candy canes. What would that taste like? We don't like? know what Krampus tastes like. Uh, coal candy fire canes. Fire and brimstone flavored candy canes of the Krampus. <laughs> they taste like that. <laughs> like fire and brimstones. Are these, I mean, they're hilarious. Archie McPhee, you guys, I don't know if you know, this is, I think it's out of Seattle, but it was this very funny, jokey gift catalog. If you ever know, like Vat 19, Archie McPhee was that of like the early 90s. I used to order things from that all the time for training parties and things. Yeah. So if you need like Bigfoot gifts, if yeah. you're obsessed with unicorns, perhaps yeah. squirrels are your jam. Dude, pickle candy canes, though, I might be down for that. Yeah. See, and as they long sell as it's not out sweet. apparently. If it was actually tasted like a pickle, I might get that. I think it's fun. So I want people to like right. get their order in so that they don't miss out. Clam decanes, come on. I'm to going, put those in kids' stockings guys, and then make them eat them in front of you. There's nothing better. They're gray and white. It's gray. They're hilarious. And white candy canes. I love oh. like doing weird stuff like this. I know. I I used to like it more, and then I realized I have to be the one who throws it all away at the end. I would buy so many great gifts that I would think was so funny, <laughs> and then they'd be like, "Those are great, huh?" And anyway, going to Goodwill, you know, like January fifteenth with everybody's gifts that they've left at my house because they're not that funny. See, that could be my problem yeah. too. But buy they them have from a yourself. bacon scarf. How about this? No lunch meat notebooks or Stephanie the olive loaf pillow cover. It looks like olive loaf. These are exceptional foodie gifts. Pickle socks. I'm down for that. Uh, Mr. Bacon ornament or bacon gift tag stickers. The lucky yodeling Christmas pickle ornament. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, that's on sale for $9.75. Just letting you know. The gravy candy. There's candy that tastes like gravy. Oh my God. Well, we'll be talking more about them during the gift guide. (laughs) Butcher's Choice fancy roll paper. Yeah. Bacon balm, all the weird bacon stuff. So I don't know. Oh, an inflatable turkey. That's hysterical. Don't have like the real turkey. Just do the inflatable. Just do the inflatable. Um, Okay. I'm going to give you one more before we have to go. Uh, I'm going to give you the fact. I don't know if did I put this up on the Weekly Dish uh, Facebook page, the Kit Kat article, the Japanese Kit Kat article. If you guys want to talk about candy, which we've been talking about, you know, all uh, hour, the New York Times Magazine just did a whole candy issue. And it is really, really interesting. And it's kind of, you know, it's actually just really beautiful to have the entire issue if you can find it. Because I think in print it's going to be even better. But our lady, Samin Nosrat, who just, we were talking about on salt, fat, acid, and heat. She writes for the New York Times Magazine. So she did this whole thing about uh, learning how to take candy tasting as seriously as wine tasting. And so that was a really interesting thing. It's a great article about how, you know, when you talk about food, you're it's, you know, you've got to describe it differently and it's glossy. What kind of color? Caramel color. That's not good enough. Right. All this stuff. So it's a really interesting take on on understanding candy and its depths. And then um, but my favorite piece in this, you guys, is uh, by the 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 California writer for The New York Times, Tael Rowe. And she writes about Japanese Kit Kats. Okay, And we all know I don't know if you know her or not, but it is completely and utterly one of the coolest things about how the Kit Kats in Japan have become this cult thing. And they come in flavors that you would never even understand. And you need to post this because it's not on Weekly Dish. Okay. I just looked. Okay, so I'll and post you can it. get some of these Kit Kats locally, right? You can find some of them. You can find them at Unit at the United Noodle and some of the great uh, Asian supermarkets that we have in town. But you're better. But there's a lot of them you can't get because they're just in uh, Japan or there. You, but you can find them on eBay. A lot of them too. 
So that's the thing. But you definitely want to try some of these beautiful, beautiful Kit Kats. They're amazing. Okay. Okay. Well, we are going to take a quick break, you guys. And when we come back, we have some other great fun stuff to talk about. Yes, we do. Lots of fun stuff. Lots of I've got a lot of dribs and dribs and drabs. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Weekly Dish. We are here sort of celebrating pre-Halloween. Pre-Halloween. It is Halloween. This weekend is Halloween. Yeah. With the amount of things that are going on this weekend for Halloween, I have to tell you, like when I wrote the feed the other night, I was like, wow, I can't even. A lot of Halloween I things. I could not even, like I, there was so much. I could not even. Um, <laughs> all right. So I'm going to give you just some Halloween-y type news here. Okay. I think we call it. <gasps> Ready, Hope? The dribs and drabs. Anything else you need to talk about? Time once again for Stephanie Hansen's dribs and drabs. I mean, it's all kind of little dribs and drabs. Dribs and drabs. There you go. (laughs) Just the dribs and drabs. All right. Here are the top dog costumes, okay? (laughs) If you have a dog and you want to dress that dog up, number one dog costume, and this is based on Google and their trends, an Ewok. Yeah, I've seen that. A minion, it's number two. Yep. Spider, number three. Yoda, number four. Dogs dressed up like Yoda. That's funny. That's funny. Chewbacca's number five. Um, I did see an Instagram of or a photo of a dog in a culver, like a tiny, tiny little white dog in a culver with a red balloon and a red wig as it. it oh, was like that's a little hysterical. White dog. It was the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> By the way, you can go to Sociable Cider Works and they are having a Halloween and you can have your dog costume judged and win prizes. Oh, I like that. Yep. Love. Okay. This is the most searched couples costumes. Okay. If you're trying to, Kurt and I are going to a party. We have no plans. I don't know. We're going to do the arrows through the head, I think. Uh, Bonnie and Clyde, number one, which is, is kind of cute because you can wear the 1920s like flapper kind of outfit. A Beetlejuice couple costume. That's a huge one. Do you not know about this Beetlejuice? No. The guy? Jake was Beetlejuice like three or oh, four years okay. ago. But I mean, like, are you talking about the, like the, the, the girl? Oh, 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 yeah. Is it Anastasia or Andrea? No, I can't I remember, remember what the Victoria. chick's name is. Yeah. Uh, superhero couples. That's a pretty good one. Batman, yeah. Batman and Robin. Yeah. Um, all right. Is there any foods, like couple costumes? No, not that I can see here. Peanut butter and jelly. Um, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> How about, uh, peanut bacon butter and, and chocolate? Yeah. Bacon and eggs is good. Like peanut butter and chocolate. You could just have one person could dress in dark brown yeah. and the other person could dress in taupe. Taupe. <laughs> sort of a tan, a tanny taupe. Here's the most searched Halloween sweets. And this is according to Google, so they know Halloween donuts, weird. Yeah. Candy corn. Yeah. Halloween pudding cups. What? I know. Halloween chocolate and candy apples. Huh. Candy apples is funny. Do you have you ever like liked candy apples though? Well, okay, so there's two things: candy apples and caramel apples. Because caramel apples are caramel apples and delicious, with caramel, right? But candy apples are candied with like a hard yes. red shell. That's not a big thing up here. As much as caramel apples. And so candy apples are more of a Southern thing, I think. I don't know. I'm not. It's they're kind of everything is sticky. And then when you bite into it, it gets wet because the juice, of the apple. I've never like I will do a dip, you know, but I've just never been like that whole I, candy apple. I've never gotten that either. Yeah. Um, how old do you think is too old to trick or treat? Because this is a question that is um, Googled a lot. OK. And this is a good question, I think. I think. You, I am not mad. I used to get all weird about it. And that was mostly because my kids were getting old and I felt like, really? 
aren't we done? But now I really, I, I think like if you're going to carry some childhood joy and run around and if you're going to dress up, you have to dress up. I do not give candy to people who are at least not even in the spirit. You have to do something. I right. Think. But um, I'm fine with it. Give candy. Give candy to kids, you guys. I don't care how old they are. I mean, if you're 20, I might say, you know, can I see your ID? Do you want a beer? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a problem. I wonder if this is different if you live in the inner city. Yes. Because I have to say, when the, you know, 25 year old person comes up to your door, well, if 25 would their, be a little spooky. Um, and says, and they always say they're trick or treating for like their niece or someone who's sick. And fine, like yep. you give them candy, but it feels a little scary to be opening your door when you're standing there alone to some grown up man with a pillowcase who's not even dressed up. And I don't know. It's Halloween, though. I mean, it's like there's a lot. Of, if if you're in a place where there's a lot of people coming to your door, I guess that's the bag. Like that's either you're in yeah, for it or you're weird. not. You know, like either you're you're doing this and your lights are on and you're up for the game yep. or you're not. I'm going to actually. um well, I'll tell you this later, but I also think this, I want to say this, there's been some stuff complaining about other people like driving to certain neighborhoods with like, well, all these kids bus into my neighborhood, you know, they get driven in and they kind of like, so then we have to provide them candy. Do it. Again, if you are, you are wealthy in, enough or you're not, you either do it or you shut your light off and, and you stop. If you're wealthy enough that people think you give good candy, perhaps you might be and yeah. just suck it up. That's yeah. part of the benefit this of being is my wealthy. Thing. Yeah, I was. And here's me. Most of my life, nobody. I mean, to the houses I've bought yeah. and lived in, nobody comes because I live in the freaking wilderness out mm-hmm. there. So I don't get trick or treaters. And I'm sad about that. Yeah. I would love kids to show up and get asked for stuff. I think for me. Thirteen. Is when you probably want to start maybe going to parties instead. Now, I'm not going to shame you. No. If you want to come to my door, I usually open it and I'll give you some candy and whatever floats your boat. But I don't know. Personally, my kids, I've always kind of said, yeah, I mean, like, you know, Jake is 15 and there's a point where I'm like, and he's going to go to a party this year. So that's better than doing. Yeah. I also don't know if anybody like when you're a kid and you get all that candy, that's like this amazing, like awesomeness. When you're a teenager, it's just like, oh, candy. You know, I just sort of feel like there's not that, more candy. that amazing glow. So I am going to put on the Facebook page um, or I did already. If you have leftover candy, because I used to bring it to the office and now I don't have an office. So if we have candy, it just sits in our house and tempts me. There's recipes and things you can do for it. I put a link up for that. There's also people you can send it to, like the troops overseas. Oh, There's some people yeah, that kind nice. of take, you know, and uh, you I know. should find that. Yeah. Uh, top turning costumes. I hate to tell you, number one top turning costume. What top do you think turning? it is? Trending. Oh, top top trending costume. Uh, um, I don't know. The orange Cheeto. Oh, really? Donald Trump. It is. Yep. Uh, number. Uh, I did see a really funny one. I'm just gonna say I saw a <laughs> I saw a couple. One dressed as Uncle Sam and the other dressed as Lady Liberty, and they were beat up. <laughs> They were on crutches and had black eyes, and I thought that that's funny. Is brilliant, very, very funny. Mm-hmm. Paw Patrol. I think a lot of the kids are going to be Paw Patrol this year. Really, the little kids, yeah, yeah. What is going to be like the uh, kid costume? You know, I mean, we'll still see plenty of Elsa's top trending and uh, uh, top trending Star Wars costumes. Number one, Darth Vader. Yeah, always Princess Leia. Number two. Yeah, Chewbacca's three. 
Yeah, it's and fun. And the Ewoks, they just don't die, number you know what? four. Who, because they're kind of fuzz. Like, you want to be a fuzzy monster, I guess. Yeah. I want to be Ray. <laughs> oh, she's, she's so, so, she's so great. Butt. I just want to be her. Yes. Um, Little Ray. Yeah, I know. Seriously. Um, I think, can I just ask you what you would be if you're, are you going to dress up? I don't think so. You don't think so? I, okay. I, this probably doesn't surprise you. There's people that dress up and there's people that don't. I hate Halloween dressing up. Oh. I don't find it enjoyable. I want someone to just give me a costume and say, here, put this on. You know, like you're you're way more. I just think it's fun to be so creative and smart. And like, to me, it's a challenge. I find all that exhausting. Yeah. But this is why we're great. Because you're no, yeah. that person that is going to like dress you know up like Did a fried hear? egg. Did you hear what I'm going to be? No. The ultimate super villain of all time. Gluten. I'm going to be gluten. I'm going to be dressed in bread and I'm going to be running around with baguettes and hitting people and throwing like toast at them. And I'm going to be gluten. That's hilarious. I know. See, this is why you're much more clever. I'm not a creative person. I'm just not. You are. It just takes maybe sometimes like that big of a challenge is, you know, it's like overwhelming. It's too much. I'm just like last year I was 90s Madonna and it was super fun. And I, I only was, was that because Arts Value Village helped me. I remember. <laughs> hey, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to continue talking about Halloween. All right. Because we're going to talk about some of the dishes you can make if you're going to a party tonight or maybe you're, you know, having just even what you want to make on the night of the trick or treating. Yes. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. We are kind of having a little bit of a Halloween fun day here. Uh, I do have to let you know that Harmony uh, just basically popped her head in, one of our favorite shop girls, and let us know that uh, the pumpkin cookies are, this is the last week for them at D'Amico. So... Get your pumpkin cookies on. She did say that she has no idea about whether or not the pumpkin scones from Starbucks have an end date or not. Okay. But these this are is good, good hot intel know. from Harmony. All right. So let's talk a little bit about yes. some other Halloween-y things that you can make tonight or whatever. You know, kind of a Halloween theme. Do you ever, have you ever like done like a dinner party? Like, I mean, like you're going to a potluck tonight, right? Yes. Or is it supposed to be? Is it a Halloween party? Yes. So what are you going to wear tonight? I don't know. Oh, I'm okay. probably just going to be the loser Shoot. that doesn't dress up. You know what? I'm so sorry. I should have brought you my little devil's horns, which is a little cute little headband that you wear. Oh, I would have liked that. And then you could have put on an egg cost, like a little egg. You could wear an egg around your neck and be a deviled egg or something. That's an easy one. <laughs> that is so cute. Did you hear my other one that I had thought was really great? You could like no. kind of wrap up like a mummy or even do zombie kind of stuff, but then either wear like somehow get you know wear like a box of rice or roni or do a bag of quinoa somewhere okay and be ancient grains you're really killing it that's a good one i love it these are all really good ideas jake was a a deviled egg when he was like you know i think nine years old it was kind of funny but what about deviled eggs if you're gonna go to a if you're gonna go to a party tonight or you're gonna make something here's my thing make deviled eggs because it's kind of fun and cheeky but then also spice them up like do them, make them so they're super hot and then do either black sesames or black salt on top to kind of give it like a black dark. smoky salt. You that should, would be a good thing. You should make deviled eggs. In an instant pot, it'll take me two seconds. Yes. Okay, I might do this. So, and then do, and you could do kimchi in them. You know what I mean? To yep. get kind of that funkiness. Um, and then, yeah, black sesame or black salt. I love it. That's a good idea. Um, other things you can make tonight uh, that are kind of good. Somebody was uh, suggesting... A fishbone and seaweed broth. <laughs> Why? 
Why would anyone want to do that? Well, because it's made with bones and it's like, you know, kind of it's it's actually just a really good funky broth. You know what? It's it's very Asian and not a bad thing. It's good. Okay. It's like a miso, like if you're having miso soup, but it's got that little bit of like wonderful funk to it. I think that's kind of would be fun to do and then maybe float some something something in there on it I yeah know. you're that's a little too ambitious for i know me. that's a little bit much uh what about uh pumpkin cocktails why not put a little yeah, uh, how would you do would that? you shake this one says the headless horseman um talks about how pumpkin butter can be added to this i'm gonna make hello so it's an egg white one spot one spoon of pumpkin butter uh bourbon lemon juice and triple sec Ooh, that sounds really Doesn't good. Doesn't that sound so good? Yes. Yes, that I does think we could make that, and that's not a problem at all. God, that would be nummy. Um, what about jello shots? You are a big jello shotter. No, oh, I've I never had were. one. What? Ever. I thought you were telling. Okay, well, there but it is. But I look like I you would look like be a you'd jello be a jello shotter. shotter. <laughs> <laughs> I play the one on TV. <laughs> you play a jello shotter on TV. I just feel like you'd be the girl who shows up and be like, all right, everybody. And do like jello shots, like force people to I do wanna be that girl. Jello shots. Yeah, I wanna be that girl. Okay. I hope that works for me. Okay. Um, you could do that. And I think doing like a uh like doing a fireball jello shot is a good idea. I love it. You could dress up as fireball whiskey. How would you do that? Um, I would probably like wear fire on your head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, you could make a flame situation and then have a bottle of whiskey, but you'd have to drink it all, all night too. Like have put a little like airplane bottle on a chain. Okay. You, I'm just trying to keep it easy for no, you. No, and there was what was one year someone did the they were the Taco Bell hot sauce girls. Yes, that was cute. Like they just had like red or orange depending on if they were mild or hot, and yep. then they had a uh, like a uh, um, pillowcase that had the sauce. Yeah, a That's lot of people dress up as sushi too. You know, have you seen that one? That's uh-uh. easy. You basically wear like a white shirt because you're that's the rice portion, yep. and then you take a black like like belly band. Well, yeah, yep. and that's your nori wrap, and then you have a pillow, a pink pillow that has white stripes on it on your back, and that's like a salmon, a piece of salmon. Oh, that's kind of super cute. If you Google sushi costume, people love that. Okay, I like sushi too. I know. I do think like if you're going to bring, <coughs> excuse me, you know, like sweets, you kind of got to do like the cupcakes that are like, look like spiders. I don't know if you've watched any of the Miss Christine McConnell yet. The hit on Netflix, the curious uh, Christine McConnell show. No, I forgot about it. You should watch it. Okay. Cause I watched all of the salt, fat, yep. heat, acid. That yep. was amazing. I even got my husband to watch it. It yeah. was great. I know. I, it seriously is so, uh, I don't know. I just, she's just so lovely. She's, she's she seems like she's someone you just awesome. want to eat with. I know. What about, okay, here's a funny thing that I think is great, and I think this is a weird thing for other people, but I make savory pumpkin pancakes. Have Yum. you ever done those? Yes. And then put like a whip of creme fraiche on top, and then a bit of bacon. Okay. I'm telling, that's like a good, that's like a thing, because sometimes I feel like all the Halloween recipes tend to be super sweet. sweet. And I'm like, what if you're going to a potluck like you are? And you kind of want something a little bit seasonal. I think a pumpkin pancake with a like with a big, or you could do the bacon inside the pancake. We do bacon pancakes. Yep, you could do that, and then a whip of uh, creme fraiche with some pumpkin seeds on top. That is a good little like a, like almost like a bellini. You yeah, know? that's kind of cute. Yeah. I won't make it, but it's a cute idea. Yeah, I think that's a nice thing. Um, another cute one is this one was kind of interesting. I thought mac o' lantern, which was they took uh, pumpkin or red peppers. 
and carve them like jack-o'-lanterns. Yes. So you hollow it out. You kind of like cut little faces in it yep. and you fill it with mac and cheese. And then they have their little top heads on. That's really cute. Yeah. That's yeah. really cute. That's kind of a cute. So it's an orange bell pepper. Yeah, that's know, really and it cute. It becomes an edible little bowl for your mac and cheese. It doesn't have to flavor your mac and cheese. It's just like a little bowl. I would do that. I would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah, that's really cute. What else could you put in those little peppery things? Like you could do anything. You could make like a stuffed pepper. You could. You could just well, and you could do like you could do like a tabbouleh salad in there. Like if you wanted to keep it light and fresh, like that would be kind of fun. Um, you could do a little like a black bean salad in yep. there, or even just like you could. Well, if you don't want the black beans to leak out, really, but um, that would be good. Yeah, and you could make a little grain salad. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, that's kind of good. I just put a recipe up that Kurt cooked for me this week. Yeah. And it is a recipe that he used to make all the time, and we haven't had it for a long time. And he made it, and we both just sat there like, oh, this is so good. Yeah. What it's is it? It's pork chops with, oh, my stomach's totally That was growling. your stomach growling. I wish you guys <laughs> pork, could hear that. Pork chops. I heard that across the studio. <laughs> with um, sliced parboiled potatoes, onions, cream, and cheese. Ooh. And you bake it all in a cast iron skillet. It's all together? Yes. The potatoes and the onions are on top of the pork. Wow. It was so good. Wait, how does the pork, is it like then? We actually only had chops, so we used the chops, but we've used loins too. You know, those so like. You, so you put, so you put it in, you, do you sear them first? No. You just put raw pork on your pot and then you cover it with cream and potatoes? Yes, and then you bake it. Huh. It's delicious. Okay. I just put the recipe up. Is it like, so you don't like, get any, picture cr- of yeah, it. you don't get any crisp. Well, I know you can't see the pork though in that one. No, you don't see the pork. The pork is Is in, it cut cubed or is it like you have to no, slice it? No, it's like it. a whole chop okay. or the loin. Okay. Yeah, it's all in there. Huh. But it's delicious. Okay. And we both sat there and looked at each other and we're like, oh, Why we haven't made this for a long time. we eat this? I know, seriously. It was great. Um, I love it when a man cooks for me. I just got to say, guys... Or partners, whoever you are, love lovers, just cook for your partner. If you're not the person who normally does the cooking, just be like, hey, I, uh, tonight I'm going to cook. OK, like, okay. it just I came home. I felt so loving towards him. <laughs> I ate. We enjoy. We watched Salt, oh Fat, God. Heat and Acid. We enjoyed right. the show. I had a glass of wine. It was such a good night. That's really nice. Yeah, it was nice. That's really nice. Um, the last little one I'm going to give you, which I think is kind of fun. Um, and which I think is perfect if you're going to a party. This might be a good one for you. The skeleton meat platter. Like if you're going to bring a, a, a meat board, like you normally do charcuterie stuff, think about doing a skeleton meat platter, which is like you take a big old curled sausage, you know, like a round, you know, like a long link, which you can find, by the way, they're Mighty Spark in the freezers. They have these beautiful coiled, coiled, thank okay, you. Like intestines. Word, coil, right. And then you put ribs you know, coming out as if ribs from the yep. top. And then there's like a little charred, there's like a charred uh, red pepper for the heart. Okay. And then you sort of form, you know, um, a, like a head out of like a skull thing out of like prosciutto around like brie cheese. And then you put two olives for eyes. That's cute. It's super cute. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah, That's I know. Fun. That seems like that to me. It seems like something That's you just would assembly. Do. Yeah, it is. It's totally assembly and it's got a wow factor of just presentation. Except I got to buy some ribs. Yeah. Oh, I could go well, to Anamale's. Buy... Yeah. Oh, God, you can. <laughs> the barbecue truck. Oh, God, they're so good. And he has the big hot links, too, but not like in a coil. I, I do think, like so. a big hot link. All right, you guys, there we go. There's some more Halloween fun stuff for you. We're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we're going to wrap it up for you, give you the moral of the story and all the fun stuff happening this weekend. We'll be right back. This is Weekly Dish. 
Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us this lovely Saturday. If you've missed any of our amazing Halloween content, please know that you can find us on podcast and uh, find the whole show on podcast. So even if you're just tuning in now, you can hear Steve Dolinsky talk about pizza in Chicago. You can hear about all of our great tips from the first part of the show and anything else. And you can find it whenever you want it. Yes. Wherever you find your podcast. And our podcast last week that we did, we always do a bonus podcast. Yes. We talked with our friend Charles Lovejoy at the Happy Gnome about his new Bloody Mary mix that he's making. Yes. yes. That was fun. If you like bloodies, you should check that out. Yes. Hey, we just got another tip from um, a listener. She was saying that uh, in the theme of your pizza chat and savory pumpkin pancakes, you should try the butternut squash pizza at Pizza Luce. It has bacon. Ooh, I might. That sounds so good. Yes, it does. I don't know why people have a weird thing about squash. I mean, like they feel like pumpkin has gotten like overextended, but then they go into the squash place. Someone was talking about squash ice cream and they went, ew. I'm like, it's oh, it's very pumpkin. much the same as pumpkin, pumpkin ice cream, by the way, right now is at Sweet Science Ice Cream. Oh, yeah. She's got a pumpkin ice cream. It's delicious. I think that's lovely. Yeah. Um. Also, so let's talk a little bit about what is going on in the cities because there's a ton of stuff going on. I mean, my God, today. If you uh, are out and about, it's, it, is the, it is kind of the last day for a lot of farmer's markets. Just to let you know, the last day for the Mill City's farmer's market, where it is in the outdoor area. Um, I know that they will be doing farmer's markets indoors as well mm-hmm. in the coming season. But usually there's like a little bit of a lag until that starts happening. Usually around Thanksgiving is when it starts mm-hmm. up again. So if you're, if you're jazzed to hit one more time for the outdoor stuff, go hit them up today. Keg and Case, this pumpkin cheesecake ice cream from Sweet Science. They have candy, corn, cotton candy by Spinning Wild. Oh, yeah. They've got a lot of stuff going Tasty on. Tasty Pizza Minnesota Slice, which is the John Krauss and Halloween-themed donuts by Bogarts. And they've got pumpkins there, too. Oh, good. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of things. You know, uh, there's a pumpkin. I know if you're still looking for pumpkins, there is a huge pumpkin patch at Mount Olivet Church, which is off of 50th and uh I love that church. I went church. to camp there. Oh, did you? Yes. Yeah, no, they have a huge C-O-P pumpkin patch. Delivers if you have a kid and you need a camp. That place was amazing. Oh, good. Um, you've probably, you've already missed the half marathon, the Halloween half marathon. Yeah, it ran right by my house. Did it? Yes, it did. Fun. And I thought about running it, but it was during the show. And then I was so glad it was during the show. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, Fulton Brewery is still doing their spooktacular run. It starts in 10 minutes if you can get down there. They're doing an easy going 5K that ends with beer at the finish line, which is kind of nice. Those are always fun races. Yes. And here's what I love. Great pumpkin fire at Fair State Brewing. So if you go into their back patio, they're having a bonfire. Hopefully it's not too wet out there. Uh, A bonfire. They're making s'mores and they have all these pumpkins that they are hoping that people will come carve because they are going to use them as decoration around the brewery. So if you carve a pumpkin, you get a free beer. And that's at Fair State? Fair State on Central in Northeast. Yes. Fun. My daughter's a really good pumpkin carver and just sent us her pumpkin that she did. It was so good. Goodness. I haven't Um, done mine yet this year. You haven't? Not yet? No, uh-uh. It's if, sitting in my living room. If you want to do something kind of fun, the Griggs Mansion in on University Avenue. Yep. They have a haunted uh, house tour. Yeah. Apparently the mansion is haunted. There's some haunted history that happens there, so you can check that out. Oh, good. Uh, Beetlejuice, by the way, we were talking about this earlier, is playing at the Parkway. Oh, at and the Parkway is open again, guys. Mm-hmm. Theater, movies, They're having a whole concert thing tonight, but at 1 p.m. you uh, can go watch Beetlejuice and get in the mood. And you should go next door to El Burrito Mercado. I'm sure they've got an ofrenda for Dia de los Muertos. Yes, that's next weekend. I can't wait for that. I'm already watching. We already have Book of Life in the queue to kind of get ready for that, too. I know, I know. I I I mentioned it every year. 
I'm going to do it. I'm going to surprise you and I'm going to watch it. And then I'm going to be gone next week. So I won't be on, but I'm actually going to be in Las Vegas on Halloween. How scary is that? That's awesome. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that is the best people watching on the planet. And I'm then like, also Halloween. I'm just like, where can we just sit where we can just look at people? Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you can walk and stop. Oh, my God. We're going on a camping trip. Another camping trip, stuff. Okay. Going to Yosemite. Wow. In a van. In a van. Down in by a the river. camper van. Oh, my God. I can't wait to hear about that. <laughs> um, by the way, tonight, if you're kind of feeling, I think this is maybe a fun one is going to Hell's Kitchen where DJ Jake Rude is doing Transmission Halloween 1985. Oh, he's having it there? Mm-hmm. I wonder if we, like, is it going to be cleared out so you can dance? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. You guys, last year I went to, uh, I think it was Gabby's. and Oh, yeah. On on the river there, mm-hmm. and Kurt and I dressed up. Yeah, and that's we went the one you saw, went to last year, right? We danced until like one thirty in the morning. It was a total blast. Yeah. I might do that tonight. I know, 1985. Because we're going to the party. 1985 yeah. is like oh my god thriller it's well and it's goonies it's back to the future yeah, it's all of it those is. classic right in the middle of those awesome 80s yes so that's gonna be a lot of fun um and you should dress up you know what i mean like you gotta go yeah gotta if i'm gonna up. go there i feel like i do need to dress up yeah. i can't just go in my regular clothes no but just google 1985 do you have any old prom dresses you could wear i don't keep things you don't keep that's no, true you know i need to but i don't okay um, if you are thinking about some other things, let me just tell you that, you know, the haunted basement, which was part of the soap factory. <gasps> yes. And it that was, was like so one of the scary scariest... that people like pooped their pants. Yeah. Cause they touch you. Yeah. They, they're they allowed to touch you. By the way, that is our first mention of poop in the uh, show, <laughs> just so you know. And we are almost out of time. Thank God. So anyway, uh, <laughs> cook, cook, swap 12 to two. If you want to pop up, that's right. Kitchen uh, in the market. We'll be there today. Wait, I'm not done. We still have three okay, minutes. Sorry. You're, you're preempting oh, me. Cause I thought just no, because I no, talked I'm about poop, we had to stop no, talking. No, no, we are still okay. And on the air, they have not shut us down yet. <laughs> um, but the, the haunted basement, you guys is moved to 2010 East Hennepin, which is a very historic old food building. Funny enough, it's where Cheerios was invented, but, um, it is also where they're doing this and you can still buy tickets. There's different times, but here's what I want to say. If there's a great cocktail spot at, um, Norseman distillery, just across the street, really. Yes. And up the way they're doing a party tonight that, are, uh, they can, there's a whole bunch of costumes and fun things. Costume contest, $250 in prizes, but they also are going to give you a wristband at the door if you want to, all you can drink. I'm just saying that's a little dangerous, but you could walk. Oh my gosh. You could walk. You could basically walk to the haunted basement and back with I that. I know you can lift too. Yes, for Our sure. Our friends at Lyft yes. always are good Halloween rides. Yes, yes, and yes. Um, there's another thing happening, by the way, if you're not interested, if you're a little bit sick of the undead already and this is not your vibe this weekend yet, <laughs> um, if you're coming to the cookbook, uh, swap. swap at the at the global market. There's also the chili cook-off going on. Yes, I forgot about which that. Which is amazing and always fun. And all you have to do is throw down a $5 donation and suggest a donation. And you can walk around and sample chili from all the different vendors. And they always put their different spins on it. And mm-hmm. that is always fun to kind of see chili from a different perspective. Like Moroccan flavors. I can't wait to see what theirs is like. And they have their, has their full service restaurant opened yet? No, nope, they're working on it. Okay. Cause yeah, that is going to be a really delicious spot. Moroccan yeah. flavors right now is delicious. I can't wait to see what they do with more of an expansive menu. Yeah. I know. That is going to be fun. Moroccan flavors. Um, another thing tonight, if you're thinking you don't necessarily want to um, do too much Halloween y stuff, if you're feeling like you want, you need a little soul food, you can head over to Cook St. Paul. And they are doing K- KG's Catfish and Greens 
is uh, a popping up there tonight. Oh, nice. So there's some really great blackened catfish, some, I you know, collard greens, Crazy Mac, banana pudding, all the good stuff. Banana pudding with mm-hmm. vanilla wafers. Yum. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I'm just going to mention that on actual Halloween, Meritage is having their harvest feast and beast dinner. Wild boar, three courses. It's going to be a good time for Ooh, that sounds adults. fun, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, everybody. Have a great Halloween. Happy Halloween. Ciao, ciao.